Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Episode 355, The Secret to curating a capsule wardrobe you'll love. Welcome to the Frugal Friends Podcast, where you'll learn to save money, money, embrace simplicity, and live a richer life. Here are your hosts, Jen and Jill. Welcome to the Frugal Friends Podcast. My name is Jen. My name is Jill. And today we are talking about how you can create a closet full of clothes that you love that is complete, it's comprehensive, but it's not jam-packing, stuffed out of your drawers. It's enough. And that's what we're really looking at, that uh, specific ways that you can do that. It's going to be different for everyone. And we're so excited to talk about this because we, Jill and I did a little Mm. something special, some special Mm. research for this episode. Yeah, some field work. We did some field work, yes. Uh, (laughs) And we're excited to share it with you. But first, this episode is brought to you by Light. The necessity to seeing what true color is. In order to see color, you must have some amount of light. It is necessary no matter what you're looking at. And maybe you need all the light to see some color and just a a smidgen of it to see others. It is a spectrum, truly. Uh, But what is also a spectrum is your ability to save money. You can go all out and save as much and spend as little as possible, or you can just do a little bit and save here and there where you can if you don't have any pressing goals you're working towards. There is a spectrum. But every week in the front letter, we will shed light on ways that you can be on either end of that spectrum or in the radical middle 
your choice. We're coming at you three times a week with actionable strategies for saving money and spending better in five minutes or less. If that sounds appealing to you, then check out frugalfriendspodcast.com and click in that pop-up or frugalfriendspodcast.com slash friend letter if your thumbs need a little extra workout. Mm, mm, mm. Yes. Love that spectrum. Yes. Love that thumb workout. <laughs> I, love, I love every time I direct somebody to our website, how many letters I have to type. It is one of my favorite things about having this show. Anyways, if you are looking for links that you don't have to fully type in, we've already typed them in for you. Uh, there are a few other episodes in the same vein that will help you go above and beyond on this episode. So we've got episode 228, Tips for Creating a Capsule Wardrobe uh, that you will love for years. So this is this is overview of capsule wardrobe. Today, we are focusing more on the love part than the capsule part. And episode 228 focuses more on the capsule versus the love. So this is kind of part two to that episode 228. Uh, And then we also have episode 211, How to Save Money on Clothes. So once you listen to these two episodes, go ahead and uh, go on back to 211 because it will help you in building out the framework that we're kind of laying down for you in today's episode Mm. and 228. So we are kicking it off then with our first article. We don't need to spend long here, but I think that this highlights a really some helpful foundational principles. And this actually comes from LinkedIn, which is a fun place to get articles from professionals in the field. This is written by Morton Thorne on LinkedIn, and it's titled The Three Criteria for Designing Your Perfect Capsule Wardrobe. Use this scientific method. Science. I knew, Jen, you would like that. I love a scientific method. I don't, I didn't know where they were going initially, uh, but I liked where they went. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're referencing Steve Jobs and Mark Zuckerberg in the beginning about how they've created such an efficient capsule wardrobe, but not everybody wants grays entirely or an extremely minimalistic look. And so really laying this foundation for what are the key components that we can focus on before we even start identifying what our capsule wardrobe looks like. And so the first on here is just I saying that to find the clothes that make it easy and comfortable for you to look your best, they are going to need to fit these three basic criteria. And the first is your body. So I think this is important to recognize. I even remember, this is a bit of a side tangent, but connected to the body. I used to watch that show. Now I'm blanking on what it was called from TLC, where they would come in, they'd like ambush people. What not to wear. What not to wear. Thank you. Stacey London. And thank you. Yeah, I could think of their names before I could think of what not to wear is my Roman Empire. (laughs) Yes. I know I've not watched it in years, but I still often think about it. And one of the tips that they would, as I look back, though, when I have watched a show in the more recent years, they can be pretty, pretty rude. I think they say some things that you definitely couldn't get away with nowadays. Mm -hmm. But one of the things that they did say that I think does stand up is that you need to dress your current 
body, not the body that you wish you had. And I think we can all get tripped up in that of I'm holding on to this thing because I hope I one day fit into it or fit back into it. Or it's just kind of this fantasized idea of self rather than the reality of self. And where that can lead to is just really ill-fitting clothes. So you just you right now don't look your best and you're you you may not yet be to the goal that that you have set for yourself however realistic or unrealistic that goal might be so i think this aspect of what is the body that i have currently and what are the ways that i can dress it really well in ways that i feel confident in and not just what i want to be or what i see other people wearing but they don't work as well on me because news alert, we all come in different shapes and sizes. And so different things are going to look better on some people than on others and better on us than on others. So really having an understanding of your body and embracing that is going to be a really foundational piece. Mm. Mama, mamas, sit down with me right now. Mm. Just take a mm-hmm. seat with me. If you, Whatever you're doing, sit with me and, and let's talk about this. Because this is what we all go through postpartum. After babies, our bodies change. And it is an unwelcomed fact. I hate it. I'm not here for it. It's the worst. Uh, I have clothes that I, I... I gained 10 pounds after every baby. And that's why I can't have any more babies. Because I cannot do this anymore. <laughs> it doesn't matter how much I work out or how vigorously I stick to my macros. Uh, this is my body. And it doesn't mean I'm going to quit. It doesn't mean I'm going to give up and stop being fit. It does, that does not, not what it means. Uh, it means that I have to stop looking at every skinny mom on Instagram, every mom fit influencer, and being like, I can get there. I can get there. I can be there. Well, I wasn't there before, babies. That was not, that was never me. Okay. So, what's helped me in coming to terms with this, what is helping me, I am not there yet. Best believe I am not there yet. I, I'm on a road, I'm on a journey. I got my, my mental, my diet, exercise, and food mindset is of the early 2000s. So, if you grew up with me in the early 2000s, you know what I'm talking about. So, Following other moms with bodies that are not the same as they were and and those influencers being very open about it. I like um, Jamie Otis, Hayner. She is from uh, Married at First Sight, very first season. And if you watch the show when it came out like I did, she was like skinny, skinny, and she loved it. And now, like, she's not. I mean, she's fit. But she's not like, you know, what any of us would describe as skinny. She became and a woman. She since became that first season. She and she's had two kids, right? So mm-hmm. I love how opus and open and honest she is about that fact and how she feels about it and how she's coming into her own. Um, there is also something called mid-size fashion. So it is not regular fashion on, you know, skinny minis. It's not plus size fashion, but it is mid-size. So 10, 12, which is where I fall. I have found, I've started to find those people on Instagram. Um, and you can really search mid-size fashion. Bodies that look like mine. 
Uh, so following more fashion accounts with bodies that look like mine and knowing how to dress this new body. It is a new body. This is a new body for me. And it brought me shame for a while. And now I'm learning to embrace it, knowing that this is the way bodies form and having the freedom to let go of the clothes that fit me two babies ago and being able to look at clothes on other people who look like me and searching more for those styles versus the things that look better on very thin people. So that I think is a huge key and what we wanted to start the episode off with and how to create a wardrobe that you love. It may not look like the Pinterest boards or the Amazon boards that you're seeing online. To look for people who specialize in fashion who look most like you uh, so that you can dress the body you have now. And let's say you get real fit and you become a fit mom influencer. Awesome. You can sell those clothes on Poshmark then. That's great. So don't worry about a sunk cost of buying clothes. Um, but yeah, so that's that's where we want to start. That's the tone we want to start this off on. And not to bury the lead too much in within this article and their talk about body, one of the things that they mention is recognizing your coloring, your your skin tone, and the types of colors that are going to look best on you. That's where we're going to spend the majority of our mm -hmm. time in the next portion. That definitely ties into the field work that Jen and I did. But that's an important piece to note about body because mm -hmm. it is a foundational piece here that's going to help us know what clothes look best on us and where can we feel the most empowered in what we're wearing. Yeah. Like when we say coloring, not like your skin tone, like not how much melanin you have, but like undertones of like cool and warm and and stuff like this. Um, so it's across the board useful for um, like all types of women. So I'm, yes, that's the field work we did. And we're we're going to share that in the next article. Uh but after your size your your body type um you want to look at your lifestyle. So I know as a mom of two my lifestyle really loves leggings. Really loves athleisure. Uh especially as a podcaster who works from home who nobody sees except maybe when I come out of my, I leave my house like once a week and that's when people see me. Otherwise, like who cares what I look like, right? Wrong. Stop thinking that just because, I, I'm speaking to the moms here, but I can speak equally uh, to all my non-moms who work from home. Don't dress for other people. Dress for yourself. And so if your lifestyle is more, in the comfort of your own home, that doesn't necessarily mean you have to wear, obviously you shouldn't wear like business casual every day, you're just at home, but it also doesn't mean that leggings and a t-shirt are it, right? You can find this middle ground where you are comfortable, but also you feel good that you're, you're waking up and you're putting on clothes that make you look in the mirror and say, Oh, heck yeah. Like, this is why I have so many children. So 
you can find that middle ground uh, and just base it on your your level of going outside. Yeah, I love that. I think it throws people off that even though I work from home and I hardly go anywhere, I still will put on sundresses and skirts. And right now I'm wearing jeans and what I would consider a blouse, not a t-shirt and earrings. Just because. I don't know. I like it. (laughs) It's it's like, what if someone knocks on the door? (laughs) No. But I'm not doing it for them. I am doing it for myself. We dress so that we, when we do that, although I do get dressed, we, you know, we say yes, this is it. This is what they. That does break down somewhere because some people might take that and say, "Well, then I'll just be naked." And so, in that case, please put on clothes for other people. That's a choice, right? What clothes you put on? Right. In that case, yes, wear clothes for other people if that's you. I take it back. I have been proven wrong. Yeah. And so the third category on here is your taste, recognizing what your preferences are, that there's probably a style or maybe even colors, cuts, types of clothing that you just prefer over others. I am not a big sequence person. I'm just not going to have a lot of sequence in my wardrobe. I uh, don't love yellow. Yellow, bright yellow is not going to be a part of my wardrobe. So what what you like is going to have to play a pretty big role into the things that you wear often, the things that you choose to keep. I think this is one of the reasons that our closets can get so cluttered. And then we feel like we don't have anything to wear because it's so chock full of clothing that doesn't fit our bodies, that doesn't fit our lifestyle, that doesn't fit our taste. We're holding on to shirts we bought in college when we used to go out all the time. And now we're not doing that, but it reminds us of an age gone by and we can't get rid of it, but it's just not our taste anymore. We're not doing halter tops. So I think kind of having that inward introspective opportunity to really realize what do I like now? What's the season of life I'm in now? What are the things that I think look good? What's my overall style? And finding things that fit for our taste. And so I think when we hit all three of these categories, our body type, our coloring, our lifestyle, our taste, we've really narrowed down the clothing that's going to remain and the clothing that we may choose to purchase in the future. And this is where we can have that wardrobe that we love, but it's not massive. I mean, chances are we're all actually wearing a minimalist wardrobe. We're just keeping everything else we never wear in our closets and it's clutter. And every time we try and buy something new, it goes against like one of these things. And then we wonder like, why do I even try at all? Uh, And Mm -hmm. so we just keep wearing the same things over and over. And that's why I think when you see these capsule wardrobe examples on Pinterest and Amazon, it's all black, white, gray and beige. Like that is the safe zone for most clothing. And but what if I want to add a little color, but I'm adding a color that looked good on my friend and then I put it on and it looks off on me for some reason. It's same with makeup. Uh, and this is something Jill and I were both noticing and really wanted to know, like, why can't we just be like everyone else is, you know, quote unquote, like if every if it can work for everyone else, like why doesn't it work for us? And that's so I 
started getting really interested in the concept of a color palette. And as this just a backstory leading into our next article, but I am trying to dress this new body and I'm trying to finally buy clothes that I can feel good in because the clothes I wore two babies ago don't make me feel good. Um, and I keep holding on to them. You know, I kept holding on to them, you know, because one day I'm going to fit back into my old clothes that made me feel good. Uh, and it just wasn't working. And I'm looking at these new styles and I'm like, I'm so intimidated by everything out there right now. And I'm intimidated by A lot of crop tops. the styles. Uh, right. Crop tops, styles, colors, all of this stuff. Um, and so that's what first led me to following a bunch of people that were talking about colors, saying that there is a reason why your friend looks really good in purple lipstick and then you buy it and put it on and you look like Wednesday Adams. Um, there's a reason that your friend looks really good in a bright pink top and it just like you look at her and she looks effervescent and you put it on and all you see is the bright pink top. Like you fade to you fade to the background and it is, top, you know, uh, pink forward. There's a reason for that. And that comes from your from a number of scientific things that I not science, but like words uh, that will say, but I don't fully understand so it's okay. We're not going to explain them fully, but uh, I wanted to get a professional's help on this. And we'll talk about my months-long journey of trying to do it on my own and then when we finally did this. But I surprised Jill with uh, do making Jill do this thing with me in the name of podcasting. And... I don't know how how excited awesome. Jill was. Yeah. Oh, um, I loved it. Yeah. Yes. So we met our new friend, Natalie Hansen, who is a color consultant in St. Petersburg. Color consultants do exist. It is not consulting on colors for your house or your, your artwork. Uh, it is for your clothes. And I was fascinated by how how on it was. And so, like, we'll say I'll say this with the caveat of the things that we said in the first article, that if something you wear makes you feel good, fits your lifestyle and fits your your style, uh, your taste, and even if it's outside your color palette, like, we go with that first. We go with the love feel. And then if while we're shopping, if we feel overwhelmed and confused, that's when we take into consideration the color palette. Because I was looking at stuff on Amazon and they come in 20 different colors. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. Or I'm in goodwill and everything, like I'm taking everything in my size and all these different colors. And I was like, I am overwhelmed. You know, like there's just too much here. And so knowing the colors that look best on me have already helped me in like narrowing down what I try on at Goodwill and even like what I 
put in my cart to save for later on Amazon um, or any other store. And so, yeah, it's been really helpful. Yeah, we are really discovering since meeting with Natalie, through who's a color consultant through House of Color, how much of a game changer learning your colors are and how helpful it will be for our wardrobes, for the money that we spend, for feeling good in our clothing for the rest of our lives. Because once you find your color, that's going to be your color. Even if you get tan in the summer and pale in the winter, your coloring, the undertones of your skin aren't going to shift. So this is really a, you engage in this once, you figure it out, and then you are well informed for purchasing and maintaining clothing really for the rest of your life. So we really do feel like there's such a key in here, which is what that second article is going to talk about. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. If you're looking to upgrade your wallet, you need to turn to Nerd Wallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. If you're paying for vacations with whatever card is in your wallet, you could be missing out on miles you didn't even know you were leaving on the table. You can get a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? A hotel upgrade? Lounge access? Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. And so this article comes from Color Curate, and it's five ways personal color analysis is life-changing. And I think we can commiserate. We are about, what, a month out from, maybe two months out from our field work with Natalie, where we got our coloring done. And it already does feel pretty life-changing in in knowing what what to keep in my wardrobe, in leaning into the colors that work for me, and then uh, it's informing what I'm going to purchase that I put on my body in the future. And so just to describe this a little bit more, there's a couple, I think we'll say a little bit about this, but coloring is identifying what are the types of colors that look the best on you with your, the undertones of your skin and 
what I one of the myths that that existed for me when I thought about this, I had heard of people doing their coloring in the past, but I thought that it meant that then only certain people get to wear yellow and then only certain people get to wear green. And and it's kind of because usually they talk about colorings in the seasons. You, there's winter, spring, summer, and fall. There's also sub-seasons within that. But I kind of thought, oh, okay, so winters only get to really wear dark colors and falls only get to wear those earthy colors. And that is not true at all. There is every type of color. The the rainbow of color exists for every color season. It's just the shadings of the reds that work for best for the summer versus the shades of reds that work best for an autumn. So I wanted to spell that myth for any of us who are already like, I don't think I'm going to do this because I don't want to get boxed in. It, it doesn't take away any colors. It just helps to narrow down which type, which shades are going to look best on you. And I think it helped me understand so much about why certain things that fit my body, like fit actual cut fit my body, it fit my taste, it fit my lifestyle, but it still doesn't look that great on me for some reason. It's like, that was the missing link. It wasn't mm-hmm. the right color. So here we are. We're going we're gonna to help bring you over to this side of things in why coloring can be so life-changing and why we think it's the key to a capsule wardrobe. Yes. All right. So the first uh, reason that personal color analysis changed this author's life and it has changed our lives is that people notice you before your clothes. And I think this is the it's it can sometimes be confusing. I think even now that we know our color palettes. And I guess we should say what our color, what our palettes are before we move on. So I am an autumn in House of Color. And there are several schools of thought in color paletting. Um, so a House of Color has four. And then there's also a school of thought that where there's 12. So there's like three subtypes in each season. That can sometimes feel a little overwhelming. So if you're prone to like feeling overwhelmed by clothes, um, just stick with the one season. So like I'm an autumn, autumns, these are my colors. But if you want to get a little more granule because you like specifically labeling yourself like I do, I looked at the different autumn types, uh, which is like dark, true or warm and soft. And for a while I thought it was soft. And then I got the professional like drapings from Natalie and realize that I'm actually a true autumn, or it's also called a warm autumn. Um, and the way I did that is that I just took her palette that, and we figured out all my best colors. And then I looked at what my best colors, which subseason they sat in, and they all sat in the warm autumn category. Um, and those were the colors, the best colors were the ones where they made my light, like my face, like where you saw my face first and my face Mm -hmm. looked good. And it was like, we went in and you don't wear makeup. You sit in front of the window and she just drapes you with different shades of colors. So she'll, you know, two different fabric swatches. Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Two different blues, two different greens, two different reds um, to see like the ones that look the best. Um, and so that's how we figured out I'm a, I'm an autumn. Jill? Mm-hmm. I 
wanted to be in autumn <laughs> so badly. This is a funny <laughs> because story. truly my preferences of color, if you were to talk taste in color, I love the more earthy tones. So while all the seasons have all of the colors, I, I would prefer it feels nicer on my eyes to look at the the greens, the reds, the browns of autumn. Love those colors. They're great. Wanted them to look great on me. But through the process of elimination, we discovered that I was not in autumn. The things that I wore in autumn, I think some of the words that were used to describe me were jaundice, <laughs> that also my jowls looked like they were drooping when I wore the colorings of autumn. And it took me some time to agree. I I could see a difference between the different colors, but I couldn't necessarily immediately identify which color was better. I could just see that they were different. And through the course of two hours, it became apparent to me that I am a summer, which I am actually embracing now because... <laughs> I love summer. Summer's my favorite. I moved to Florida because perpetual summer. So we're we're all good there. And then to narrow it down even more, I would I'm a true slash cool summer. And what that means is that just even within all of I think it's like 32 colors in each season, there's maybe eight colors that truly look the best of the best. Like I could wear all of the colors of the summer, but the ones that fall under the category of true summer look best on me. Mm -hmm. And I think that that does help even in narrowing down even more uh, capsule wardrobe. Like if I were to really want only a few pieces, then it would just be those, you know, th those, what, 15 colors within the sub season. And the nice thing about this too is that there's harmony. That's a word we learned from Natalie with House of Color is the harmony between the colors. So a lot of these colors you can blend and pair with one another because they they look really nice together. They harmonize well together and then they harmonize well with your skin tone. So you don't have to go white, gray, black in order to have a versatile wardrobe you can find the harmonious colors and blend them together and have a vibrant, versatile, but minimal wardrobe. And so that's what blends into number two, which is it can save you time and money. And that's what the shopping and how much money you spend on things that don't actually look good on you. Yeah, I think why we see so many quote unquote capsule wardrobes being of one predominant color and that color is usually black for so many people like it wasn't just me like I'm actually still wearing a black top right now because I'm and we'll get into that I guess we'll get into that at the safe time and money part but like I didn't overhaul my wardrobe as soon as I found out black isn't in my color palette so every season has like their version of black and their version of white winter is actually black and white whereas autumn would be like a brown and cream um, but I didn't take out everything outside of my color palette because a lot of it still fit my lifestyle and my body and my taste. So I am slowly kind of easing into my capsule wardrobe in this color. But I, I think one of the reasons why we see capsule wardrobe pictures that are all black, white, and taupe, um, black, white, and beige is because those those colors are harmonious 
together. Uh, but you can create a colorful wardrobe that still has harmony. And I think finding your color palette, not only it helps you look your best, helps you feel your best, but it makes sure that you're not wasting money uh, on pieces that are not harmonious with the rest of your closet. So that will just maximize the number of outfit choices that you have. Yeah, I love the example given here. The author said that previously, if there was a sale on, you know, buy two for one tank tops, she would get a black one and a white one. And and that's great. Uh, or, you know, three for 20 and just pick a random color that she liked. And now she's realizing that when she comes across a sale or is shopping for clothing, she can bring along her color palette and take a look if any of the colors match what she knows looks good on her. And if not, she says she easily and happily walks away, not spending any money. So I think it can just bring such clarity to our spending decisions as well and can help us say no because we've got that very clear filter of it's just not going to look best on me. And scientifically, here's why. And I can walk away and mm -hmm. say no. And it's not deprivation. And the time piece is also like one you don't, we don't emphasize as much, but I remember there was a time I went to Goodwill and I got a huge stack of clothes to try on. And I tried on every single one. None of them looked that I felt looked good on me. Uh, and that part of it was just the colors. Like, Part of it was size, but I wasted so much time pulling these clothes and trying them on when I could have saved, I could have done it in half the time if I had just stuck to clothes that were like that A, you know, were in the size that I am now currently and were in my color palette. If I had just done that, I could have saved so much time, especially thrifting, because you don't just get to walk in, uh, pick one of each in your size and walk into the dressing room, right? So if you are somebody who likes to shop secondhand, this can be really, really good. And uh, the back to the harmony part is that you don't have to match up colors exactly to your palette, is that you can walk in with the palette and just open it. And if the shirt looks good along with the rest of the colors. You know it's going to look good with the rest of your closet. You don't have to bring along everything in your closet with you, where you wherever you go, to see if it's going to look good with, uh, you know, those pants that you have or that top you're looking, for, you know, for another piece for. If you can bring along your tiny, you know, tiny little color palette, then you can eliminate some of that, you know, confusion. The next is that you gain a wardrobe that really works. Uh, and so the color palette really gives you a framework for building the wardrobe. As long as it's paired with those things we were talking about at the top of the episode, your body, your lifestyle, and your taste. The, when you are true to that and you just use the color palette to accentuate those things, you will create a capsule wardrobe that you will love forever because your color palette never changes. You'll only get better and better at buying clothes that fit in it because it works on your, what it's, it's, they use three words. And if you know colors, maybe you'll understand it. I don't really understand, but it's hue, value, and chroma. So hue is if your undertones 
are warm or cool. And this does not, it's not overtones because a lot, there are women that can have like a warm overtone um, or maybe more olive skin. But two women with olive skin does not necessarily mean they are both warm. Uh, You could be, one could be cool and one could be warm. So that's one of the, like, that's one of the benefits of having somebody that knows what they're doing help you with this uh, is because I would have never known that. Um, and then there's also value. So like, I would say this maybe um, value and chroma seem the same to me, like saturated or desaturated. Like when I had a desaturated color in my palette, like draped over me, it made me look washed out. Um, and that was like the soft autumn colors. When I had a very saturated color on me, that's the color you saw first. So like a lot of people will be like, but these, I, I know that I've had people like compliment dark colors on me, but like, it made me think like, were they complimenting me and how I looked in the outfit or the outfit itself? Because that's all they saw on me. Um, Mm. so it's like something to, to think about, like, was it, Mm-hmm. Was it my outfit dress forward or me forward? And that yeah. was the dark, like saturated colors on me. But the middle, like value, you know, between desaturated and saturated, those looked best on me. Uh, but yeah, so when you look at those things, you create whatever colors are in there, whatever colors are in your wardrobe you can gain a collection of them that really work together. Yeah. Number four on here is my personal favorite, that when you know your coloring, you can shrink your makeup drawer, whether Mm -hmm. or not you want to do this. But if you're anything like me, Jen, you and I talked about this, specifically lipsticks, all lip things. That what I have a tendency to do, because I'm not going to Ulta and trying out all of the different types of lipsticks. I'm going to Walmart and I'm getting what I think looks good on the shelf, only to get to my car and try and apply it using my rearview mirror and recognize this looks horrible on me, but I can't return it because now it's touched my lips. And that's three to seven dollars down the drain. And I'm never going to wear that anymore. Like of anything, I am minimal in literally pretty much every aspect of life. But I have a handful of lipsticks and lip glosses because I love them, but I keep making mistakes in purchasing these. But then I feel like I can't buy new ones because I got to use up my old ones, but I'm not going to use them up because I think it looks awful on me. Mm-hmm. When you understand your coloring, you can find lipsticks, foundations, eyeshadows, eyebrow pencil color, eyeliners, mascaras that look best on you. And spoiler alert, black is only reserved for winters. Only the people in the winter coloring can wear black. I did not know that. And I have made the switch to browns. I always just thought I want it to be more intensive. And they're all just like, no, it just doesn't look good. So it's helped me know what looks best on me. And then once you realize that you only need, according to House of Color and our friend Natalie, three lipsticks. I love that. 
I love that information. Those are some good facts that you can get all that you need in three different shades of lipsticks that will work with every single color or like one of them is going to work with the different colors within that wardrobe. So it has helped save me money already in informing what type of makeup should I be buying? What type of eyeshadow should I be leaning into? And you can have such a minimalist palette in that way, which I think does resonate with a lot of our listeners. A lot of our listeners are just like, I want inexpensive makeup. I want a simple routine. I want minimalism in this. And I think right here, just when it comes to makeup, this is the key. Know what looks best on you. And then you only need one thing of eyeshadow, three lipsticks, and you could stop there. I mean, yeah. you don't have to wear makeup at all if you don't want to. But. Yeah, but you could, I mean, you could always go further. If makeup is something you love, then this just helps you choose more natural styles. If you love dramatic makeup, this doesn't mean you can't, like, nobody's going to stop, like, hold your wrist back as you're putting on black eyeliner and you're not a winter. Like, nobody's going to stop you. But if you're putting on makeup and you're like, I just don't feel like this is the best that it could be. I feel like I can't do makeup. I'm not good at makeup. Like, that is always how I have felt. Like, I want to wear makeup. I like how it looks. I'm also confident without it, but I would like to wear it. Uh, And so I found out So there's three points of red is how she described it. So my personal ones are rusts, corals, and warm reds. So that's like my brown, my pink, and my red. And I was able to go, I was able to get rid of freely, get rid of the lipsticks that don't look good on me. Um, I'm because I had that sunk cost, like just like Jill, I wouldn't get rid of them because I felt like I was wasting them, but I really wasn't wearing them, you know? So I was able to get rid of them. And uh, keep the one lipstick that I had that was in my palette. It's not even, it wasn't even one of the ones shades under the list of that I got. It was a extra. So it wasn't, it wasn't even the correct shade. It was just an extra shade. So I, I kept that one and I was able to buy one that was like a neutral coral. Uh, and I still don't have my warm red or my rust yet, but I'm... Saving money. I'm taking my time to get my what will be four lipsticks, I guess, because I already had the bonus one. I just and I don't love wear the confidence. Yeah. yeah. I don't I love the confidence. I'm not spending it on gives. money on eyeshadow because I don't wear it anyway. And it's not going to make me, but I was already wearing mm-hmm. brown mascara and eyeliner because one time I was working at a foster home and one of the teens, like, I, for some reason, I had just bought black lip like eyeliner because I wanted to try something new and I wore it with black mascara and the girl was like one of the teen girls was like you should not wear that again and I was like oh my god um I'm like 10 years older than you but I'm so intimidated by you that I never wore it again I went back to I Rob. love teens for that reason I love They'll teens. be so brutally honest yes and I thanked her for that uh later mm-hmm. but yeah so it's For makeup alone, I think it will save you so much money to know your color palette, Uh, especially if you are like me. Like I want to wear makeup, but I am not a makeup artist. I don't watch makeup tutorials like it's not my passion. I just I want to have a natural look that I feel good about. And this has really helped with that. 
It'll also mm-hmm. tell kind of lead you with like, are you more, do you look better with like matte or gloss and blush, you know, stuff like that. Um, and that kind of leads into the final one is you feel at home in your own skin. Uh, so in a word, confident. That's what the article says. Um, but yeah, I was not feeling confident. And that's what led me to look into this stuff. It led me on this journey of wanting to, if, I, if I'm not going to have, even if I want a different body type, in the meantime, I don't want to feel miserable about how I look. And mm-hmm. that's that's what led me to this. And honestly, it's bled even over into I bought new workout clothes because I can't remember if I've ever intentionally bought workout clothes. It's always been like free shirts or whatever I can find, like when I get a free credit at ThreadUp or I'm just like browsing, you know, thrift store stuff, like none of my none of my sports bras fit. They were all too tight. (laughs) So I finally was like, I need to buy new athleisure because that's the lifestyle I lead. I want to be comfortable, but I want to look good for me. And I was able to buy new athleisure for the gym and home in my color palette. And I feel really good in it. And let's be honest, leggings just look good on everyone. They just do. I think... There's a confidence that can come in feeling good when you've got things on your body that are really looking good on you and a confidence in spending, knowing that I will wear this because it looks good on me, knowing and making confident spending decisions. I will also quickly share a friend of mine, shout out to Brittany Rizzo because she said I could share this, had just gotten her coloring done too when I shared with her about what you and I did, Jen. And it helped her embrace her body even more. She also underscored this idea of confidence where she previously didn't love just the way that she she looked. She felt as though she kind of had softer features, a, a softer jawline, more rounded cheeks. I think she's stunning, but this was her perception of herself. And then in discovering, she also is a summer, that these are kind of the qualifiers of a summer. It's softer hues, softer colors, kind of like a sunset. And it really helped her to embrace the features that she has, that she's going to be living with for the rest of her life and the ways and the unique beauties of those hues and the softness. And, you know, it's it's not jagged. It's not super overwhelmingly vibrant, but it look, it's what's going to look best on her and brings out her best features and helped her to embrace that. Okay. She may not in her mind, have what she finds beautiful, but how can she find beauty in in herself and the parts that are beautiful about her? And so it, it, just the way that she, I'm butchering how she described it, but I, it felt so beautiful how she was able to recognize, oh, these are the things that I can celebrate. I do have to live with myself for the rest of my life. So might as well find the things that are going to help me feel confident and see what aspects of my makeup are beautiful and lean into those qualities rather than just being 
upset that you don't have the qualities that you wish you had. So Mm -hmm. yes, there's maybe certain greens I can't wear, even though I love autumns, but there's some really fun colors I get to wear and they look the best on me. So I think so many layers of confidence and feeling comfortable in your own skin comes from this process. It probably sounds like we're becoming color analysis and and we are going to like make money off of this. We're not. I we're still just don't know anything about color it. analysis except yeah. my own. <laughs> like I know nothing. <laughs> There's no way I could ever do this because I just can't see it. And that's a big thing to be said for getting it professionally done, right? Like I thought I was yeah. one thing and then somebody else who knows what they're looking at when they see these things was able to show me things I didn't even know to look for. And so, yes, you do spend a a couple hundred bucks up front for someone to do this in person, but you save that 10 times over throughout the course of your life on clothes that you don't buy um, and then clothes that you can, you know, do that you do buy you keep longer because they're not just you're not just buying them for the fact they look good on somebody else or they're on trend. So real quick on the how-to, if you are sold on this, we're not getting any kickback on any of this, but there's a few ways that you can find your coloring. We would say the best way is to go to someone in person and get a color consult with a professional. We used House of Color. Natalie was awesome, but we realized not everybody lives in St. Pete. Um, so look but up if you an do, in-person use her. color consult. Just Google Natalie yeah. Hansen, H-O-C, you'll find her. She's fantastic. The the next best option would be online with a pro. So this is where you would send in pictures of yourself within natural lighting, wearing different types of colors. This might be a little bit more difficult if you don't have an extensive wardrobe to begin with, because it does require you to show a lot of different hues on yourself. But I've heard from other people that maybe they bring some of their own clothing and go to another friend's house who has also a a big wardrobe and can show the different colors Mm -hmm. on themselves. That will be less expensive than the in-person option. And finally, the, the, the least best option, the it could work option is to try out a tutorial online with your own wardrobe to determine yourself what your best colors are. I'm hesitant about that one because I I was not convinced of my coloring without the perspective of Natalie, the professional, and Jen in the room with me. I don't think I would have landed uh, on the truth mm-hmm. if I had just relied on my own eyes, but you could try it. Yeah. If you're going to go online, I've heard a lot of people enjoy, like, like uh, created colorful. You can just look her up online or on Instagram. That's probably the only one I would go to for an online. But honestly, you have to have so many pieces of clothing and you have to have access to the right light at the right time. And there are some stipulations. So if you're willing to jump through all those hoops, uh, you could do that. But it's so much easier to just go to a professional who has all the things, knows what they're looking at, can tell you what they are seeing, what other people are seeing Uh, And yeah, and maybe sometimes tell you something that you don't want to hear, but tell you like why you're better off for listening to them. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. If you're looking to upgrade your wallet, you need to turn to Nerd Wallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. 
If you're paying for vacations with whatever card is in your wallet, you could be missing out on miles you didn't even know you were leaving on the table. You can get a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? A hotel upgrade? Lounge access? Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Do you know what else is super easy and will make us better off? Every week, yes. I never question it. The The Bill of the Week! time for the best minute of your entire week. Maybe a baby was born and his name is William. Maybe you paid off your mortgage. Maybe your car died and you're happy to not have to pay that bill anymore. Duck bills, Buffalo bills, Bill Clinton. This is the Bill of the Week. Hey, Jen and Jill. My name is Joy from Missouri. My Bill of the Week is my student loans. I guess I must have been living under a rock because I didn't know about the new PSLF waiver they had going on last year until I heard your guys' podcast about it. So after I listened to that, I filled out my application and got it turned in just in time. And a few months later, I had $47,000 of student loans forgiven. And now me and my husband are debt-free. Thank you guys. Love your podcast. Whoa. $40,000 from one podcast episode. Jen's still eating. I love that you're still eating. I don't even, you used this. She wants to break. Jen thought she had enough time to like eat a bite of a granola bar while she listened to your bill of the week. And then she was so excited that she couldn't finish yeah. her bite and needed to respond to you. That's how excited we are, Joy. I am so thrilled that that episode gave you the information you needed and the confidence to take the next steps and that it worked and that you're debt free now. Congratulations. What a relief. We done eating, Jen. You want to respond? I do. Um, I'm so glad. And we will definitely be forwarding this one to Nika because she was our guest um, on that one. Episode 245, all about PSLF. Uh, And that waiver has expired, but there are other things. Um, Definitely look into the SAVE program if you haven't already. Uh, That's kind of like the new thing that she's talking about. But follow Nika at Debt Free Gonna Be 
actually just got to meet her in person at FinCon and we hugged so many times. I actually have a hug for you, Jill, that I need to relay (sighs) to you. I'd love to get that hug. Yeah. Wow. Congratulations. We're hugging you metaphorically and celebrating you. Thank you so much for letting us know about this very exciting bill that you no longer have. Mm. If you all listening are now debt free because of an episode that you listen to. If one of these episodes helped you at all with any of your bills, we'd love to hear about that. Also, if you're just a person named Bill, you happen to stumble upon this podcast. You don't know why you're here, but now you know because we want you Somebody to call us because you your name be is here. Bill. Yes. <laughs> Frugalfriendspodcast.com slash Bill. Submit your bill. We're going to listen to it. We're going to celebrate, laugh, cry, whatever it takes. And now it's time for the lightning round. Today's lightning round uh, is very personal. It's very intimate. We talk a lot about color. And our lightning round question is, what's one color you'd never include in your capsule wardrobe, regardless of it being in your palette? And why? Um. Bright yellow, cuz yikes. Is bright yellow in your palette? I don't know. I've got a yellow of some sort. Yes. Um, I agree. Uh, yellow is not my thing. My answer was orange. I do have Even an orange. Even though it's in your palette? Uh-huh. It is. Orange is in my palette. Uh, but it was not like... The ones, the worst ones in my palette were old gold, which is like a yellowish. It's like an mm. old gold. And royal purple were my worst. Uh, orange, orange was a okay. So maybe I should be saying royal purple, but orange. Blech. Blech. Because <laughs> blech and yikes. And those yes. are our reasons. And that's all the information you're going to get. That's it. That's that's why. Um, yeah. <laughs> Short I, lightning round. This is the most lightning round lightning round right? we've ever had. <laughs> it's the only lightning round that's ever been quick. Uh, but honestly, we hope that you got a lot out of this episode and that you will not feel restricted by a color palette. It's like a budget. Budgets, if you follow them super rigidly can be restricting. They are restricting if you follow them super rigidly. And color palettes are the same idea. If you are trying to make sure every piece of clothing you own is identical to the ones on your palette, it will feel super restricting and you will not uh, keep up with it. But the, the word we want you to remember is harmony. We want you to Find your favorite colors on your palette, colors that will just by proxy from being in the in the palette, they will work well. They will work well together. You will like them all. You will like how you look in them because they are adhering to the first three rules that the clothes fit the body you have now. They fit the lifestyle you have now and they fit the taste that you have now. And That doesn't mean you don't have any on-trend styles, but if you do, it's because you like them, not because you're trying to be someone who's on-trend. 
Thanks so much for listening, everyone. Something else we love, in addition to our coloring and only having three lipsticks, <laughs> is your kind reviews. We really liked this one from Amaryllis M. Love, love, love this podcast. I love that the hosts have two different personalities that we as the listener are able to really relate to. They provide great suggestions on being more frugal without feeling guilty about the journey there. Love listening to this podcast. Mm. Mm. Yes. Short, sweet. What a minimalist review. I don't know if you know this, Jill. We know, we know Amaryllis. She is a longtime listener. She actually had her colors done. Did she really? Okay, yes. I wasn't sure if it was the if it was the same person or if there's multiple people with this name. I think it but... was the person who did Natalie's. Um No way. Yeah. So, that is one of the when I was looking for somebody to do our colors, I found her name pop up. So, Amaryllis, if you're listening, Amazing. thank you. Just by proxy. And thank you for listening. Uh, If you enjoyed the show, we'd love if you would take a minute to leave a rating and review and just say kind of what about the show has helped you most and why, because it will help others figure out if this is the right show for them to be listening to, to help them with the season they are in in life. See you next time. Frugal Friends is produced by Eric Siriani. Jen, hmm. have you gotten rid of a lot of clothing since going through this coloring? I know it's not about that. It's not about just going out and buying a bunch of stuff. It's really about like being able to narrow down what's just already in your closet. But have you gotten rid of things? Yes. And so here was a benefit that I did not realize. I felt the freedom to let go of clothes I was holding on to for years that I never wore simply because they were outside of my palette. Not because I'm a rational person who said, oh, I never wear this, I should get rid of it. But because it's not in my palette and that is what gave me permission to get rid of these things. Yeah. Alternatively, there are quite a few things that are not in my palette that I still wore and I did not get rid of those. So I am, as I need things, that's how I am moving more towards my palette. Uh, I'm not going out and just replacing everything with stuff in my palette. So like this, at the end of last winter, I was like, okay, next winter I'm buying sweaters because all the sweaters I have are like too thin now and not helpful in the type of weather. So I already knew I was going to buy a few new sweaters this year And when it came time to buy those, I just made sure that they were in my color palette, which was great. I needed new sunglasses and even made sure that the sunglasses were in harmony with my color palette. So instead of getting black frames, I got like a lighter brown. Um, So, yeah. So I'm just taking whenever I need something uh, new, I'm going in that direction. First, I... I don't do that as much as thrift stores. Thrift stores are kind of just, I go through everything and just, you know, it's a take what you can get. But when I do need something specific, I'll buy that firsthand. And it's a lot easier to do that way. Yeah. Something I'm not doing that was suggested 
is that for winters and summers, they're not supposed to wear gold jewelry. They're only mm-hmm. supposed to wear silver jewelry. And I know that I can change and I have the right to throw them a plot twist, as Jen likes to say. But for right now, I feel pretty confident that you are not going to convince me to not wear gold jewelry. I'm not going to yeah. give that one up. Well, I have a lot of black. It. Gold's my favorite. I still wear my black tank tops. You know, yeah. I'm, my black tank tops are me and yeah. I still wear them. And yeah. I am creating this like new wardrobe and it's like going in a direction I really like, but only maybe like a third of my mm-hmm. wardrobe so far is in my palette. And I'm not going to like just only wear a third of my wardrobe. I only got my rid of taste. the things that were out like I already wasn't wearing them and I just needed kind of like a kick to get rid of them. Uh, But I actually didn't care about jewelry, silver or gold. I my wedding rings are rose gold and I had a rose gold nose ring for a long time. But and I wore pearls. Those were the only earrings I wore. I don't wear a lot of jewelry, but I have since switched to gold studs because autumn and spring Mm. are warm undertones that look better in gold. I don't like to say can't wear, but look better in. And Mm -hmm. I've been pleased. I actually got a pair of, um, I I wanted a new pair of like going out earrings because I, the only, I haven't bought a pair of like, you know, dangly earrings since I got married eight years ago. And so I did actually find the freedom to purchase some nice nice earrings, which is another thing. Like I felt permission to buy something for me that wasn't like a hundred percent of a necessity, but Mm -hmm. makes me feel really cool when I wear them. Yay. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So that's like a, that's just a by proxy benefit and I'm not going overboard, but like, yeah, it, I am I am feeling better about what I'm wearing because uh, mm-hmm. it fits me yeah. and like I know the colors look good on me. Agreed. I think it takes out some of that v- decision fatigue when I'm dressing myself every morning of mm-hmm. what should I put on? I can know with confidence this is going to look good on me because <laughs> scientifically proven. Science. But there are yeah. certain areas where my taste, lifestyle, preferences are going to win out. Mm-hmm. And the gold jewelry is not going anywhere for me. So my favorite thing that I have learned in this journey, and if you take nothing away from this episode, here's what you should take away at the very 10th hour. Uh, so Lindsay from Created Colorful, she's the one I recommended if you're going to do the online. She has something she calls the face test. And she will put something on and then look in the mirror and and like capture her face as she's looking in the mirror because your face doesn't lie. Like whatever you feel, if you light up, like that's going to be, that's a good thing. If you don't light up, it's not you. It's not who you want to be. So color palette or not, if it makes you, if it passes the face test, it's you and wear it. Um, mm. And even in your color palette, if it doesn't pass the face test, it's not you. Don't get it. Don't wear it. 
And then just do the face test for all aspects of your life. Like take a picture of yourself at work versus at home <laughs> versus interacting with your kids versus your take spouse. A picture, and, yeah, take hey, a picture. Yeah, the face isn't going to lie. <laughs> when your kid poops And if you're not lighting your up around your children, then... <laughs> you're not lighting up. Just take them back. Just take them back. <laughs> Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 